Hello everyone, my name is Illumide. And my name is Christy. And welcome to the Big Empty Purse podcast. I love our theme song, by the way. <laughs> it's such a good job. I like, I bop to it Thank every you. time. <laughs> I do actually like my coworkers. I'm not just saying that because of the podcast. Did you just hit a bug? <laughs> <laughs> I just hit a bug. <laughs> So, Christy, what have you been up to since the last episode? I am continuing to live my very best post-vax life, hey. including this week going to a solstice party, summer solstice party hosted by my work. Wow. Yeah. So I work in the solar energy office at the Department of Energy. and It tracks. Well, it does. Yeah. Unless you're me and you're dumb and it took me weeks to figure this out. <laughs> I, like, I went, I, I joined this office and all the all the pictures are like, oh, this was at the winter solstice. I'm like, why? What a weird thing to celebrate. And then <laughs> finally hit me like solar, sun, solstice. Like it, it, it took me so long. <laughs> oh, anyway, we had a summer solstice party in person at a brewery and it was actually really fun. Oh, yeah. It was nice. I do actually like my coworkers. I'm not just saying that because of the podcast. Did you just hit a bug? <laughs> I just hit a bug. <laughs> I'm glad you knew exactly what I was doing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's going to peak and clip. I'm going to have to figure out that one. Oh, Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, well, we'll worry about that in editing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to you love your coworkers. And you're not just saying that because you're on air. Um, didn't First of all, did you actually start working at the actual office before the panoramic hit? Or are you, did you just meet them the first time for the first time this year? I worked in the office for about six weeks before the Panasonic. Oh, no. Yeah. I was glad I got the chance to meet them before. I think that really helped. But there were a lot yeah. of people there who have started since After. post-panoramic, who I had never met in person. Express. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> But great, it was actually really fun. But God, I mean, socialization was exhausting before because I'm an introvert and have social anxiety, but now it's it's so much worse. Like any interactions with people are just so exhausting because I'm not used to it right. anymore. Yeah, it, it actually, oh. it, it takes psyching yourself up and mm -mm. yeah, mm -hmm. oh man. Also uh, perks of being in the federal government, I guess I got a surprise day off for Juneteenth. Ay. So uh, also happy belated Juneteenth, everybody. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> happy belated Juneteenth. Yeah, I was. That was actually a really pleasant surprise. I was happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. No, I was happy happy to hear it for the sentiment of the day, and happy to hear that it gave me a day off. There, clearly, <laughs> obviously, of the magnitude of those two is different. But uh... <laughs> yeah, no. I I actually chose that day not to do anything productive i was like nope nope i'm i'm reclaiming this you're reclaiming reclaiming time. my yes. time <laughs> yeah i did nothing but also like there was um there were like juneteenth bike rides that like some organizations put together and i really wanted to go and i was like that's actually against my intention for the day so no 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. But I did. I did go on like a a, a run slash bike ride the morning after, and that was okay. But no, I mean, I'm gonna not gonna sit here and I'll just go ahead and expose my self for the whiteness that I am. Uh, <laughs> I I didn't really know Juneteenth. I had had like I'd heard the word, but I didn't know anything about the holiday, how it was celebrated, or what the history was behind it. So I'm glad it's getting recognition now. I'm also just groaning in advance now that I've sat here and like read about the significance and like talked to people who are excited about it for because every federal holiday, like because people get off work, it's like the Macy's big blowout sale. Like I am right. not. <laughs> I'm not ready for the Macy's Juneteenth sale next year. No. <laughs> I'm oh not. my God. I, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I hate that that was. If Macy's, the, like, I, you know they're going to do it. And, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when they do it, I am yeah. going to be very upset. Macy's, if you listen to this podcast, whatever inclination you have to do a Juneteenth sale, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And that goes for you to you raggedy bitch Nordstrom and Bloomingdale's, you better not fucking try it. Like I don't even want to see old Navy. I know you do the fourth of July old Navy. You can't have Juneteenth too. <laughs> yeah, Macy's, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, the rest of y'all, JC Penny, no Juneteenth Day sale. Just don't do it. No. Don't do it. No. Please don't do it. <laughs> because I know if they try to make it themed, that's going to be problematic. Oh, God. Like, oh. Exactly. Oh, Just, it's going to yeah. be so bad. I also listened to the new single that Vince Staples released. It's called Law of Averages. I like it. I don't love it. But I like it. Hmm. What What about it? Don't you like? I feel like it's just missing something about his style, like the signature mm. that I associate with his songs. It feels like a song that so many other artists could have made. Like it's not a bad song. Oh, I like it. I it see. just like I'm a big fan of his, and I I don't know. It just felt very <laughs> average. Uh, <laughs> I see what. <laughs> Uh, that's very funny. Wait, no, my my question is, um, is this going to be the first single off an album or is this going to be the third or fourth? I'm assuming it's the first one, right? It's the first single off an yeah. EP that he's releasing on July 9th, which is called Vince Staples. And then he also just announced an album that's going to be coming out later this year, I believe. But this is the first single off of this upcoming EP. I don't know if he has like a big production team. They probably did... Um, preliminary testings like you know they have demographics in the room and the best song of the three or four that they like they probably tested it and figured out the one that's most palatable to all the demographics and then they put that as the first single when in fact it might not have been the best song on the album it might have just been the one that uh, the most people didn't hate yeah right yeah. Which almost by definition means it's probably not the best song on the album. Right, 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 right. But which is why yeah. I asked if it's an EP, like, because, like, mm-hmm. if it's the first single from an actual album, they're likely to do this. But if it's if it's not a long play, if it's just an EP, uh, not an LP, it, they might, the artist may have, like, more control because it's not like a, what would traditionally be considered a studio full body of work. Oh, right. man. Yeah. Vince Staples, hopefully the rest of the st- songs in the EP are actually very much his style as opposed to a uh, generic. Yeah, I hope so. I'm still I'm still excited for it. I'm excited that he's releasing new music. It's been a little while. So fun fact, you know, Spotify does those like year long wrap ups. 
Yes. <laughs> so I did not realize it was quite to this point. I'm one of those people who like, I get on to listening to a certain thing and I'll just listen to it over and over and over again. I was in the top 0.1% of Vince Staples <laughs> listeners on Spotify in 2020. I remember this. <laughs> because I started the year like when I started work listening to Vince Staples' Summertime 06 album on my commute back and forth on the metro. And then I think 2020, the, the Panasonic hit, and I just got stuck. And I was like, I'm just going to listen to this same thing over and over and over and over and right. over and over again for months. <laughs> so you're welcome, Vince Staples, for the listens, because that was my coping mechanism, <laughs> <That> apparently. Was... <laughs> it's a good fucking album, so I'm not complaining, but like... <laughs> right. I think because of you, Spotify, one of the, like the whatever summary nonsense thing. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I had Vince Staples on there is because I listened to Vince Staples after you put his music on, <laughs> on the Big Empty Purse playlist. That's actually how I got there. And then my Spotify actually said, because I think it's one of those like marketing things where like nobody listens like you. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, duh. But also, also, <laughs> they were like... <laughs> <laughs> they were like you listen to like nobody else listens to vince staples right after they listen to pink <laughs> i was like you know what that tracks honestly yeah. <laughs> i would definitely invite vince staples to a dinner party he's hilarious have you ever watched like his interviews <laughs> no i need to get he's... more into vince staples i don't know enough <laughs> he is so funny he's just like a really funny Damn. guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah what have i been up to i haven't been up to much actually i've just been living and loving i'm, lo I'm loving and living i'm picking Live, it up i'm picking laughing. it up <laughs> i laugh as soon as you say laughing because it's actually funny <laughs> i actually attend uh, i attempted to go clubbing over the last weekend and because somebody invited me to go to I don't know if I told you about this. But anyway, somebody invited me to go to the Eagle in Baltimore. They were having like an all-day type thing where it was going to start at noon and end at 2 a.m. the next day. And it was supposed to be fun, dancing and all sorts of stuff. But I was just going to go for like three hours, like 5 to 8 p.m. Because like, I'm elderly. I'm not... <laughs> I want to be. I want to go and be back home before the nine o'clock news, as Wendy says. But um, <laughs> elderly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but then, like, I didn't even because they had tickets for sale. Like, I was like, the person who invited me, I was gonna make it their problem to figure all that stuff out and just tell me the details, and I'll like get the tickets or whatever. And they never did, except the day of. They were like, oh, yeah, so the early tickets have sold out, and the tickets to get now are $50 for entry, not including anything. Mm. And I said, if I were 20, I would care. I'm not 20. You're not going to get me up out of this house to pay $50 to listen to music I don't like in the name <laughs> of me trying to seem young for three hours. I think oh the fuck God. not. So I told the person who invited me, I said, I'm not justifying this. I just won't see you. <laughs> but you should go, though. And you have fun. You do that. I didn't go dancing there, but I tried going to the Crown in Baltimore. Um, that didn't pan out. And then the, <laughs> that was like... Because, like, I, so the person I went to the Crown with is actually from New York City. And they were, like... Because they walk in. Because you can see it's, like, a huge glass door, like, to the dance floor, even before you go in, like, the outside. Mm -hmm. So he saw people were just standing around on their phone and goes, 
this is it? I was like, yeah, this is Baltimore, darling. <laughs> this is it. And he goes, yeah, I'm not going to pay the cover charge to go. I was like, okay, work. Let's go. I didn't want to stay here anyway. Because <laughs> I want to go back home. <laughs> like, my, my back is aching. My bras are tight. My knees are shaking. My hips are <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh. Let's go back home. I can't be here for so long. But, yeah, I know that. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't go dancing. But what I did do is I watched Mayor of Easttown. It's the HBO show featuring Kate Winslet and a whole bunch of other mm. actors that I really enjoy. And I thought it was good. It's a whodunit show. It's mm. really hard for whodunit shows to gag me these days because mm. I know that they're going to put as many twists and turns in there to figure out who did it and then mislead you the whole series. So I was like, how is this one going to be different? What are they going to do on top? They didn't do much on top. But I do like the fact that it was very well acted. Um, mm. And I was really impressed with Kate Winslet's accent. She has like the, I think she had like the Northern Pennsylvania accent yeah. or somewhere like in that. It was so good. Oh. It was the, those weird O's that they, it yeah. was really good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Kate Winslet did a lot of homework here. So I did enjoy that. I also saw Girl 6 which is a movie by Spike Lee that I think came out in 1996. Mm. And apparently this, I because I was scrolling through TikTok, somebody said, here's a movie that's really rare that you can't find on any platform. And it's very this, it's very that, it's very whatever. And it's produced by Spike Lee. And I was like, okay, Spike Lee is pretty cool. I'll go, I'll go look for this movie. So I went digging the internet for this movie. I happily, I found it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I watched it and I was confused as fuck. <laughs> because like it's about this phone sex operator who like goes through life <laughs> wanting to be an actor but she doesn't get her career off and she has to supplement her income with being a phone sex operator and then she becomes really good at it because she's a great actress come to find out but, <laughs> anyway the point is um, I didn't get it. And it was kind of like a commentary. They like had mm. what seemed like retro skits of the Jeffersons. Huh. It was this like weird meta thing where they kept like layering themes and doing callbacks. I, the whole thing was a little too much. I like, and I usually I'm good at keeping up with stuff like that, but I, this one lost me. And I was like, okay, Spike Lee. Um, but anyway, I think it's an enjoyable movie nonetheless because... They had Naomi Campbell in there. This, first of all, Naomi Campbell <laughs> plays this character as a call girl. I think call girl number seventy-five. But anyway, <laughs> Naomi Campbell is in there looking stunning, stunning. And then um, the lady who plays this call girl is actually a pretty good actress. And they had Halle Berry in there playing herself. <laughs> they had so many big names in this movie and it's huh. this like grungy independent type seeming but the whole thing was weird to me i was like <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool it was cool i would recommend that movie but like you just accept that it's not going to be a story you can follow you're going to be confused as fuck just go with it <laughs> just go with it um, i'm still intrigued <laughs> yeah i know i if you have time go see this movie i but I, I don't know if you're going to like it. It's all over the place. You can't really make sense of it. Or maybe if you do, please explain it to me because I don't know what the fuck is happening. I 
still don't know what's happening. Oh, God. But, was this, um, like, pretty early in Spike Lee's career? Or was this mm-mm. just, like, a random random movie that just happened to be no, <laughs> all over the place? I think, I think this is, like, well into Spike Lee's career. Because I think he started his career way before the 90s. No, yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. trying to give you a break, Spike Lee. <laughs> no, no. I, and I think I, I, will, I, will, I will just assume that Spike Lee did this movie on purpose and he knew exactly what he was doing. But mm-hmm. I, I was very confused. It was still a great watch, don't get me wrong. I, I was, the whole time I was gagging, but I didn't know what I was supposed to be following. Um, yeah. But anyway. Halle Berry. Then I went. Man, sorry, I just, <laughs> I haven't thought about Halle Berry in a long time. I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> I also went down a very compelling conspiracy theory that the Titanic disaster was an insurance scam by J.P. Morgan. Oh my god! Have you have you heard about this conspiracy? I have not, but from that sentence alone, I believe it. But please tell me more. Right. <laughs> I like went down this rabbit hole. TikTok sends me down these rabbit holes because they say something. I'm like, oh, that can't be true. Then I go yeah. through all the research again. I'm like. No way, they're right. Um, okay, so this is going to be a really short story. J.P. Morgan had a boat. That boat was a tourism boat. So it was like the cruises and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And he had it, and it was a really popular one. It was called the Olympic. So people would go on vacations on the Olympic, yada, yada, yada. It was like this big grand boat that people loved so much. So J.P. Morgan built another boat to up business and... In the building, he was like, Titanic is going to be the improved version of the Olympic, but they're about the same size. They're the same rough body design and stuff. So he then, for the Titanic one, he was like, the maiden, he actually had advertised the maiden voyage of the Titanic is going to sail on this day, yada, yada, yada. But like, because they were still building the Titanic, it wasn't done yet. He actually just used photos of the Olympic, right? Mm. Which makes sense. Their sister boats, like, but he'll tell you all the new features, yada, yada, yada. Okay, yeah. so J.P. Morgan realizes that he's being sued because the Olympic actually gets in an accident. Like, there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened, and, like, they had to settle or stuff like that. So the whole enterprise was, like, not good on money <laughs> at that point. So they were, like... And also, yeah, so did I say the Olympic got in an accident? Mm-hmm. The Olympic get it got so like the whole re- cost of repairs and settling for the people who were suing all that. They, anyway, the money wasn't good. Now the conspiracy theory is that, or the theory that I don't think is so much of a conspiracy because I actually believe it. J.P. Morgan just agreed to send the Titanic out, swapped the decal painting of Titanic onto the Olympic. Hmm. The boats are the same build, roughly. If Unless you've been on the Titanic several times, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And what they did was, they took carpets and covered the tiles of the Titanic because tiles that have been used for several, several years, if you walk into a boat, you're going to know that the tiles are not new. This is not a new boat. So they put carpets over all the tiles. They like changed a whole bunch of stuff from the inside. Anything that said Olympic that was grand, they just switched it out and made it say Titanic. And then they sent it off to sea, knowing, and this is the fun part, JP Morgan was supposed to board that same maiden voyage of the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And I think roughly... Three hours before, he said he couldn't make it because he was sick. So he didn't get on that boat. (laughs) Then, eight hours before, there were expensive brass, brass 
statues that were advertised to be part of the Olympic that were on that boat. But J.P. Morgan had them removed, Hmm. too. And then J.P. Morgan's associates in the company also didn't board that. And they claimed it's because they were not feeling well. Meanwhile, they were spotted in France the very next day up and about. Mm. The Titanic goes out to sea. The catastrophe happened. I think 1,500 people is the number reported. It died on that boat. And J.P. Morgan still has a boat. The Olympic, which is really the Titanic because he just sunk the Olympic. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, the cream on the whole pie is all of J.P. Morgan's competitor were aboard that boat that sank. <gasps> no. So he came out on the other side, assumingly with buku insurance money. His actual boat, the one that actually survived, they just took it out for parts and put it into grand buildings that they're now going to use for. You know, they took the stairs and all that stuff out and like made it into built into a building and stuff like that. So not only to get Buku money for insurance, he also wiped out all his competitors. So now when he comes back to business, he's monopolized the market. And I was like, I believe this. I believe this. JP Morgan, fuck you, you (laughs) raggedy ass bitch. But yeah, I believe that. I completely believe it. That's what I spent my week doing. But in all, all great news. Uh, summer is here i think officially as of yesterday so happy summer everybody i hope your bodies are ready mine isn't clearly i mean i don't know why i bothered saying that but like i hope yours are because i will be not showing mine this summer i will be showing mine it's not ready you're not ready to see it but it'll be out there (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) on today's episode we'll be discussing bills i don't think i'm speaking out of turn for anybody who's ever paid a bill in this world ever we all agree unanimously that bills are fucking the worst they're i mean nobody likes them like fuck bills fuck them completely yes (laughs) you've said it well (laughs) the only positive thing i can say about bills is that when we picked this topic since we picked this topic i've had the destiny's child Bills, bills, bills song in my head. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobile bills? If you do the maybe, maybe we, can chill. we can chill. I don't think, think you, you do. do. So you and, and me, me are, are through. through. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Also, automobiles is a great play on words. <laughs> Good right. job, Destiny's Child. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Anyway, that's the one good thing about bills. Everything else, trash. <laughs> Do you remember the first recurring bill that you ever got? I've been trying so hard to remember. But I don't. But I don't. I just, like, I remember my my life as a child pre-bills, and I know my then- life now. And it just feels <laughs> like I've been paying bills forever. <laughs> For way too long. Way too long. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. I honestly think it was internet. I think that might have been my first recurring bill. Because I know that in college, we had to... There's a there's a time where we actually had to get our own internet. Mm. And I was the one who actually like got it all set up. Yeah. Yeah, I know for sure my senior year in college, I was in a house. So I had rent and we had like internet bills. So at the very latest, it was that. But I have this suspicion that there was some bill i was paying before then 
<laughs> I don't, <laughs> Always. I don't even know what it For was. most people, it's their cell phone bill. But look, mm. I'm not ashamed of this till tomorrow. I'm still on my family plan with my mom and she pays it. I am not falling off that thing anytime soon. <laughs> Why? Why am I going to, of my own volition, leave this nice-ass family plan yeah. just so I can go pay my own cell phone bill? Absolutely not. I am not doing that. And I don't care if you guys shade me for my age for still being on my family plan. I don't care. I don't care. I'm riding this until the wheels fall off. I'm staying on this plan. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Absolutely um, not. I, I am still on my family's cell phone plan. My husband is still on his family's cell phone. Right. <laughs> we got married. We were like, should we get our own cell phone plan? We were like, no. 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 That's, that's, no, we that's it. That is it. I am not getting my own. I don't care. I don't care how old I am. I'm not getting my own. This is not necessary. But I know some, some kids in high school, like, they want to go get the sidekick and stuff. And that's actually there. And I was like, ugh. God, you guys are stupid. Just keep your flip phone. It's free. I saw a tweet at some point that said something like childhood is the free trial, but now it's expired and we have to have the paid version of life. (laughs) (laughs) That is very accurate. That is very accurate. I don't want it. And the, the paid version, first of all, the free trial wasn't great. No. The paid version... <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's no reason for this. I'd like ah. to cancel my subscription. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> cancel my subscription. Oh god. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> yep, I was a kid, a teenager, and it's like, I just want freedom. Like, no, freedom is expensive. Put me back. Exactly. <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> <laughs> we played ourselves. We played ourselves. We're like, I want to be done with school so I can get my own car. I can get my own apartment. <laughs> and then we got all these things. And look at us now. Look. Look. Was it worth it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> was it fucking worth it was it no um, <laughs> we got scammed <laughs> we got bamboozled bamboozled oh they got us good but here we are oh this is okay sidebar there was this story that was going around a few months ago where they said that usher the artist the musician the singer <laughs> 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 not a church guide i'm talking about the artists <laughs> anyway <laughs> i need to be stopped these jokes are getting out of hand um <laughs> um right so i sure went to an exotic dance club he went to a strip club and he apparently was accused of leaving or throwing money that was prop money that has his own, that had his own face on him. <laughs> the whole internet was roasting Usher like, sir, sir, sir. Why are you traveling with money that has your own face on it? And why are you tipping dancers with that um <laughs> turns out when they i mean i thought that foot i thought that's there 
honestly, they have clowned Usher many times in his career, and I'm so sorry to that man. But um, <laughs> this time was funny, and he didn't deserve it because apparently he actually left. He went to leave the money there as prop for the club to do promotions with. Mm. So it really wasn't him tipping dancers with fake money, mm. but. <laughs> It's still, it's still, it's still, like, why is your promotion campaign money, I guess, strip club, I, I can get, I, well, they thought that was clever, but couldn't they have put something else instead of Usher's face? Like, maybe an album cover he did that didn't, actually, no, all his album covers probably have his face, so that defeats the purpose. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Usher, sorry that they dragged you for that one, but good for you. <laughs> you tried. Yeah, you really did try. <laughs> and your forever. marketing team, fire them. Just go ahead and fire them now. <laughs> but that being said, what is your least favorite bill to pay? And why is it student loans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking student loans. Oh, oh, student loans. They're the worst. They're the worst. Oh. Because so many, like a lot of bills, they're awful to pay, but once you pay them, you're square. Like, right. you pay for the utilities you used for that month. Once you pay them, it's paid off. Like, it's done. But student loans, it's like, oh, here, <laughs> let us take a huge chunk of your money that's just a drop in the bucket of this huge amount you still it's owe. <laughs> For something you finished years ago and that is still not really giving you the benefits that anyone said it was going to give you. It's not giving what they said it should have done, being gave. Um. <laughs> oh, now, student I mean, loans. Oh. student loans are awful. It's like, it feels like throwing money away. It That's does. what paying student loans feels like. It hurts you so much. Like, why? Why? Yeah. It's unnecessary. But anyway. It, yeah. That one emotionally, it just, it just feels awful. <laughs> I don't, honestly, like, I think I can poll hundreds of millennials and I don't think anybody's answered. I'm guaranteeing 100% response to this. Nobody has a bill that they hate more than student loans. That's, nope. that's it. <laughs> no. And we're going. That, that is the problem. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, second tier down. Student loans are the worst, hands down, period. <laughs> Other bills that I hate, less than student loans, but also hate, I hate bills where the amount varies, like utilities, uh, where it's a surprise every month. I hate that. I know that means no. it's possible for it to be less, but I don't really notice when it lasts. It's, I notice it when it's more. Here's the thing about that, right? Let me bust that myth for you right now. Let me just tear it <laughs> apart. When you do expect it to be less... The bill that actually comes is never as less as you think it's going to be less. Mm -hmm. And that's how they get you. Because mm -hmm. when you do assume it's more, it's always more than you think it's more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making any sense right now, but you get the point. So when you say, oh, you never notice it if it's less and you go think about, oh, this month I turned, maybe it's the first month of spring, you turn off your air conditioner, yada, yada, yada. And you're like, oh, it's going to be less. And you go check the bill and like, it might have gone down by maybe $2 on your $300 <laughs> bill. And you're like, it's not as less. But when you turn on the air conditioner and you go up from like $200 to $300 and you're like, okay, 
I expect this to only go up by $50. It should be $250. And the bill comes and it's $500. And you're like, oh. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, no. No. I understand exactly what you mean. Which is why my second least favorite bill is Baltimore Gas and Electric. <laughs> I talked about this in the last episode. But they drive me absolutely inc- Like... Okay, I will put it to you this way. Baltimore water is actually also... Baltimore water is also unreasonable, but definitely not... Like, I will... I'm still willing to accept my bill from Baltimore water. But Baltimore gas and electric, them I don't fuck with. Like, hopefully they don't retaliate against me and raise my rates even higher just by listening to me say this. But come on, Baltimore gas and electric. Like, these rates don't make no kind of sense, yo. Don't do me like that. Also... Also, the delivery fee for Baltimore Gas and Electric, which I think the delivery fee is actually different from the infrastructure fee, which to me doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah. Like, how? But anyway, the delivery fee for Baltimore Gas and Fee, last I checked, like, to even get the power to your door, because I don't know how they're, like, sending you power. Like, I thought the power just traveled on its own. Yeah. Like, if you put a wire to an electrode, are you going to tell it? you know, go in that direction. It just runs through the whole fucking wire. So I just, yeah. anyway, besides the point, the delivery fee for them to send that power to your house is something like $45. <sighs> Even if you end up using zero, zero, which by the way, it's never going to be zero. Right. It's but, never zero. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, just them to get you that power is like 42 or $45. I forget what it is. So your meter starts at almost $50 almost $50, even if you use nothing, even if your usage is zero, you're still going to pay that. Now, of course, it's never going to be zero, right? There's going to be some residual nonsense that they slap on there. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm like dreading my Baltimore gas and electric bill that's going to come at the end of this month. Yeah, I miss I miss living in one of the first apartments that I lived in post college. The uh, heat and AC was included in the rent; like it didn't change. That AC blasted all summer, and that <laughs> heat blasted all winter. <laughs> I did not care. I did not care. It could it run all day long. All <laughs> run all day long for all I care. <laughs> uh, y'all tell me it's included. My AC is on, but my heater is also on. Yes. And that's how we're going to play this. It'll be like winter. Like when I lived in Webster, because it was, it was all included. When I lived in Webster, because we're, well, first of all, we're on the sixth floor. And like the radiators and the heaters were like full blast. Like you were in a sauna. So what I would do is I'd leave that shit on to the hottest I can leave it. Then I'd crack the window open and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving down from that, so I hate BGE after student loans, but I will say network, what do they call them? Internet supply, network supply companies? Doesn't matter. If you are an internet provider, let me tell you something. That bullshit y'all do where you give a promo for 12 months and then it expires. And then when it expires, whatever you choose to bill them, is it a whim? Your bill used to be $40, but lucky you on month 13 will charge you a bill for $600. And you're like... That seems odd. (laughs) That seems unnecessary. Yeah, no, they will just hike your bill any which way they want to. And there's no rhyme or reason. You can't trace how they managed to pick this new price. They were just like, this service that costs the exact same from last time to this time, 
because we're still going to give you the same download speed, the same everything. The infrastructure has already been there because that's how we got you the power the first time you came around. So we're not going to build a whole new infrastructure. But your bill, however, that shit <laughs> is going to triple. And then for you to then try to get the bill to not triple, you have to do telephone acrobatics. Yes. You call them. They tell you, that, you know, they'll call you back. Then they'll call you back. And then you get on the wait list. And then you get on the hold. And then they cut you off. And you have to get back in line in the queue and call them again. Internet providers, stop that, please. Yeah, my husband used to, because he doesn't despise the telephone quite as much as me, would <laughs> would call like the promo rate would be about to run out and he'd call and say like oh i want to cancel my service not actually wanting to cancel but usually when you threaten to cancel they'll be like oh no we'll give you the promotional rate for another whatever whatever and then we realized at some point we moved and they must keep track of whether you have an alternative option in your area because every time he had tried it, it was like, oh, of course, no, don't leave our service. Like, we'll give you this and this. And then we moved somewhere where I think it was Comcast or some other thing. And we tried to do the, like, threatening to cancel. And they were like, okay, do it. <laughs> cancel. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. <laughs> and we, we realized it was like, there was nothing else in the area First to get there was no yeah. alternative. <laughs> they knew it. <laughs> that is, first of all, that's the way you said it is so funny. But that has happened to me too. Oh no! Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Xfinity Comcast is like the only one you can get in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, the same thing happened to me. I, but like, I think it also depends on the person you get. Because some people who work mm. there just say that like they they don't give up. Like the, when I did too, right? This lady, I called her and I was like, she, I was like, oh, so there's nothing you can do about it. She goes, nope. And I was like, okay, well, my service is going to run out. Just don't renew because I don't want to get billed this. She goes, okay, I just canceled it. <laughs> then my black ass, I was like, okay, um, okay. Then I didn't have internet for like a week. <laughs> and then I finally called back. I was like, help, I need internet. <laughs> anyway yeah but like since then they've been really nice to me shout out to um, comcast xfinity this last time i called them and i was like hey i'm like let me just be straight up honest with you i really don't want to cancel this service i just want you to do me a solid and give me a promo like this price hike i can't afford it this panoramic has really done me in and the guy was like, because usually they have to transfer you to like customer retention department or something. And yeah. the guy who was just in sales was like, you know what, I got you. I'll just um, yeah. give you the same promo for another. I was like, and I was like, so I don't have to go through the whole customer retention and try to like cry my, he goes, no, it's okay. I was like, thank you so much. You are such a lifesaver. I love you. So yeah, no, they gave me another deal for, I think, 24 months that I'm not. It's the same, like, I wish I could have gotten it cheaper. But I've been paying the same amount for the last two years, and I'm not too, like, I've gotten used to that. So I'm like, if nothing else changes, we can rock with it. It's not a problem. But yeah, no. <laughs> she said, yeah, I already canceled it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I also hate, I also, 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 I really hate car insurance. Mm. Because, like, the, like, so luckily, like, the car insurance that I have, I think for the last two years, they've actually been pretty nice to me. I also, like, Insurance in general is a scam because, like, they're just going to take the money and just, that's it. 
which is why I don't understand why premiums ever go up because all that money you've been stockpiling for the whole number of years you've been in business, like right. why your rates keep going up? Why? <laughs> but anyway, car insurance, because like the rates can go whichever way. They'll be like, well, yeah, the risk in your neighborhood went up. So like we're just gonna charge you an extra hundred dollars. But like, thankfully I pay mine in like one year increment. So yeah. the changes are not, yeah. Um, yeah when they said that I could pay, by the way, they, when I figured out that I could pay that shit, a whole year when i tell you i jumped at it i was like yeah it's a hefty bill one time but like as soon as i'm over with it i don't have to think about it for another 12 months yeah chef's kiss <laughs> anyway <laughs> you know what though sorry 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 this is an addendum to what i said earlier <laughs> student loans are indeed the worst but i think Maybe there may be 1% of the population who will disagree with me and say student loans are not the worst. Student loans are probably the second worst for these population of people. And the only thing they could potentially put first, because we live in the United States, you know where I'm going with this. Healthcare bills. Yeah. <laughs> Healthcare fucking bills. Because yeah. them shits are worse than student loans. I hope, you know, I hope nobody ever gets them. Because like, yeah. whew, honestly, because you get them and you don't understand what they mean. You don't understand why they're so different. You don't understand why they're so exorbitant. Yeah. And like, wh wh what are you going to do if like, if you, if you haven't reached your insurance um, deductible and like you, it, it just, if your deductible is low, maybe the, this won't be a problem. But like, if you have some fuck ass high deductible or the coverage that you have doesn't cover it, like that, it's the... I went to an emergency room one time and the bill came. I was like, you should have just let me die. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just, I mean, oh. right there. If they tell you what the bill is going to be when you show up, which honestly I know might be unethical, but if they told me what that bill was going to be, I would just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go home and sleep it off. But they don't tell you. And then you get the bill and you're like, yeah, a saline drip? Have you realized, like, I forget oh. who, like, the, somebody, like, put the, like, the sa the saline drip is just 0.9% saline. It's literally salt in water. And they're not even using that much salt. They're using 0 0.9, or oh, 0 0.8 to 0.9% salt. They're using such little salt in just water. That shit literally costs them less than a dollar cents to make. Nope. But when you go to the anything and you need to get a drip an ivy drip or whatever that sailing bag they will charge you like upwards of hundreds of dollars and not like one hundred dollars closer to a thousand if not more healthcare bills i hope nobody ever gets them because it's just it's not the move it's really not the move do you prefer to pay bills by mail online over the phone or in person let me just start this out because i asked the question it depends on the actual bill it depends on the bill and it also depends on like how the billing works Sorry, how, how, I'm going to explain what I mean in a second. <laughs> so if for the online portal, it's more secure to use a credit card than a debit card, there's usually a fee for credit card transactions mm -hmm. because the middleman, the visa, the metro, the, they have to keep their business running too. So there's just a right. fee attached. So whatever that bill is, they will just tack that fee onto the top of your bill. However, sometimes there is no penalty for sending in a paper check. Hmm. So that extra $2, mama, I have stacked. I'm old school. I keep checkbooks. So I have checks. That's okay. It's That check is going to save me $5 per this bill. All right. <laughs> Write the check, put it in the thing, send it off. I don't like doing that though, but I'm petty. I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> Or if they tell you, which this has happened before, for using online services, 
there is a convenience fee which yeah. is weird to me because it should be backwards there should be yeah. a, an inconvenience fee for you not doing it online but anyway you do all this work yourself online to give them your money and they say there's a convenience fee for doing it online yeah. and i'm like absolutely not you i'll just go ahead and send you a paper mail this is exactly what happened with like anyway this happened to me but usually online is my mode I prefer online because I don't want to see or talk to anybody. How about you? So I want to start by saying that there is not one single thing in this entire world that I would prefer to do over the phone. <laughs> I hate, hate, like I cannot overstate how much I hate doing things over the phone. I hate bills and I hate the phone. So paying bills over the phone is just, ooh, that's just a special kind of terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I prefer online, definitely prefer online. The mail, I don't, I don't trust the USPS. I don't like, I know they're trying hard, but I like, we sent out Christmas cards this year on like December 18th. I got one mm. returned to me, like returned to sender in April. April. What? Where was it? Where has it been? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Some bucket in the back. They didn't even <laughs> forgot about it until April. Like, oh, have you sorted these? <laughs> I don't want to try and pay a bill and get it returned to sender four months later. Later. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm, man. I want to trust USPS, but I don't. First of all, I got to say, though, I'm shout out to USPS, especially in Baltimore. I feel like the USPS in Baltimore is probably, I know I complain a lot about most things, but I have to say the USPS in Baltimore, I shout out to those folk. They're, like, there's this nice guy who delivers mail in this direction. He is so nice. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly how I like my mail delivered. He puts it in the exact spot the way I like. He's really nice. And he, like, he's here, like, clockwork. I don't know how he does his routes, but he must be really good at it. Mm. Even when he delivers regular mail, he'll still press my doorbell. So I know that he's delivered just regular mail that stays in the mailbox. You know who I don't fuck with in Baltimore, though? <laughs> UPS. Mm. UPS. UPS in Baltimore, y'all need to get your shit together. I'm saying this so everybody can know. <laughs> they, like, they will just, they'll tell you the package is coming at 3 p.m. And then they'll say, no, it's coming tomorrow. And then it's coming the day after. And the day after, the day after. I'm like, which is it, my dear? Which is it? Because I can't be home five days in a row waiting for you to deliver a package. And then, literally on the fifth day, when you're like, okay, this package is not coming. And then you leave a note on your door saying, if you are here in the next 10 minutes when I went to go get food because I haven't left to go get food in five days waiting for this goddamn package. <laughs> if in those 10 minutes you so choose to arrive, please give this number a call. I literally get there. I go and come back. My phone rings at minute eight of those 10 minutes. And I'm like, and they just didn't even wait or they didn't wait for my instructions. They just come in and they were just like, your package is there, hung up on me. And they just left a package outside anyway. So I was like, why did you make me stay at home for this package if you were always going to leave it outside? No. <laughs> what the fuck, USC? I mean, UPS? Anyway, I don't fuck with UPS in Baltimore, but anyway. Like, one time a package got here, and they just sent me, like, I think a text saying, we're just not going to deliver this package. You just come over here and pick it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> like... I was like, what? Isn't this your job? Yeah, I definitely prefer paying online, but online or not, I hate when... It's difficult to pay a bill. 
Like, I'm, I'm trying to give you money. I'm trying to, right. I'm taking my money and I'm giving it to you and you're making it difficult for me to, like, let me just give you money. Let me give you the money. Like, it's hard enough already to part with it. Like, don't make me, don't make me work to give you my money. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> oh, oh, God. You would think if there's anything you'd invest in, it was like a nice thing to make sure that people are giving you their money on time. <laughs> you know what? I have to be honest, I would prefer it were nicer, the experience of giving people my money. (laughs) But you know the shit I hate? Because somebody took that idea and they really did too much with it. Because when Baltimore City (laughs) issues you a parking citation because there was street cleaning and you didn't move your car, they give you the option to pay it online, which I love. (laughs) I take my raggedy ass online to pay my fucking parking tickets. And then I finish paying it, and then I get this really nice message. And it says, thank you for your purchase. Motherfucker, this was not a purchase. (laughs) This was a highway robbery. You (laughs) held me up at gunpoint and asked me to give you money (laughs) for for a parking citation. (laughs) And I came over here to give you my said money, and you're thanking me for my purchase? Fuck you. They were like, thank you for your purchase. I was like, this mama, this is this was not a purchase. What about this don't you get? But anyway, I think somebody was trying to be nice and give you a really calming experience. I was like, no. I've been bamboozled here. I don't feel like this is a worthy purchase. Um Can I get a refund? Now we have to talk about autopay. Because is autopay a scam? Or is autopay a scam? <laughs> like autopay no matter how you slice it is a scam it is like if you're listening to this podcast and you're just getting into like you just got your first apartment you're about to start getting the bills do not sign up for autopay you know what just go ahead and put a reminder on all your devices to pay that bill on that day of the month mm-hmm. or maybe I don't know, brand new concept. Pay that bill 10 days before it's due. That way, you don't need auto pay. And just put that date in your calendar. So even if that date fails, and put like a backup date and a backup date. Like remind me 10 days out. Remind me four days out. Remind me three days out. Remind me on the day, right? That way, even if you miss the one on the 10 days out, you catch the other ones and you just pay the bill because there's nothing worse than forgetting to pay a bill. But what you don't do is sign up for auto pay, especially for bills that are extremely variable. Unless, mm. there's a caveat here, unless you get something for it. Either they mm. give you a discount or something, but don't yeah. do auto pay for no fucking good reason. Just don't do it because you're lazy. Set a fucking reminder on your phone. Auto pays are trash. But I will, like, unless I'm, if I'm getting like a deal for signing up for auto pay, I'll do that. Mm. Or if it's a bill that's paid in advance not in arrears Mm. so some bills you pay on the first of the month versus other bills you pay after the last day of the month so in advance it's the first day of the month right and for bills that are paid in advance they're usually the kind of bills where they know your usage or they predict your usage or the fee that you pay the quote-unquote bill is a flat rate like the internet bill for instance right Mm -hmm. so i'm like i know you're only going to take this money amount even if i give you access to take the money out this is the exact amount you would take and i've already prepared myself and i know i have to pay that anyway so auto pay for those it's okay but i still think it's all a scam honestly but yeah i know auto pay is a scam (laughs) another scam is late fees (laughs) so so good luck (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, late fees. Late fees are a bitch. Oh yeah, I don't do late oh, fees. Do God. not do late fees. Like, yeah. do your best to avoid late fees because them shits. It's they are like the fine print in the devil's contract. Mm-hmm. They can make those fees whatever they want. Anything. And they can compound that shit. It's weird. It's awful. Oh, but yeah, no, when I first started paying bills, it was definitely like I would I would not touch auto pay with a ten foot pole. And I did exactly what you said. I had a reminder, it was like ten days from now, pay the bill, five days from now, pay the bill. Like and if sometimes the ten day I was like I was like, Well, I can't pay the bill right now, but hopefully in five days I can pay the bill. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it would get closer Ugh. and I would I would pay the bill. And then eventually I got to the financial point in my life that I would set up auto pay, but I kept that calendar reminder because I was like, sometimes I need to like shuffle around. I'm like, I need to move something from savings into checking just temporarily. And then I'll move it back into savings. (laughs) Right. I got to move stuff around. I got to move stuff around. I have only very recently gotten to the point in my life where most, not all, but most of my bills are on auto pay and I don't have to check. Sometimes I still do. I don't have the calendar reminders anymore for most of them, except for the big ones. I still check sometimes still I still can't like the habit is so ingrained I'm like I know I have more than enough money in this account but I'm just but I'm, I'm just log- it. it doesn't hurt just log in and make sure I got enough money for the auto pay I know is coming in 48 hours <laughs> when they say this nonsense where they say oh sign up for paperless billing you and who <laughs> you and who because let me tell you something them fucking paperless bills I'm paying this bill no matter how you slice it your business model has accounted for your expense of buying that paper to mail me that <laughs> and you've already billed me so you can mm. afford that paper if i then choose to do you a favor by signing <laughs> up for paperless billing now yeah. you've already charged me for that paper and you're not now going to send me that paper so you keep that profit i think the fuck not you trick ass bitch no paperless billing you're gonna send me that paper every goddamn month and i better see that paper in my mail too i'm going to shred it and throw it in the trash the minute it arrives but you are going to send it by god (laughs) by god you will send that paper so i never sign up for paperless billing But I always check online, though. I never, ever oh. skip a bill without checking online. Some months, yeah. I, like, get um, hard palpitations because I don't remember to check until after it's due. Yeah. And then I'm like, thank God. Because, like, I'm like, thank God of auto pay. Or sometimes I pay the bill a little too early. And in my brain, I register it as the bill for the month that just ended because yeah. I paid it way too early. Yeah. And then, like, in the month of, I get shook. Like, I get this panic attack. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I actually paid it so early that I thought it was for, like, yes. the other one. Ah, that happens sometimes. But again, yep. I feel like this is blessed people's problems. Yeah. There are some people who are struggling so much that they, <laughs> they can't even, like, fathom that. But, like, no, yeah. this is blessed. Hashtag blessed. That doesn't mean Baltimore Gas and Electric is still not a raggedy bitch. But blessed. <laughs> that actually is the end of the episode. So... That concludes our episode on bills. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. You can find us, as always, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Big Empty Purse. Tweet us, message us, tell us. Just reinforce the views we've already <laughs> said to you that auto pay is a scam and student loans are the worst. These are the correct opinions, and we would like to hear them echoed on our social media. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave this in the podcast. This is a free <laughs> idea for all the movie directors out there. <laughs> If you are in film school and you want a great idea for a new movie and type of storytelling, 
Brand new concept, you heard it here on the Big Empty Purse first. This is a free script idea. Write a movie about the terrors of student loans and make it a horror movie. <laughs> Entitle it, guess what? Student loans. You're very welcome, everybody. I will be here all night. And I will continue giving out these hot takes and these script ideas. <laughs> I'm scared already. <laughs> on next week's episode, we'll be discussing America and patriotism. Until next time, peace. <laughs>